welcome once again to the Ebone Zone as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 243rd time on this Friday, July 30th, 2021. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, Hometown History, the Pulse of Our Heritage. Welcome to the studio, Mr. Charles Reese. I've enlisted his help to uncover some of the mysteries of the place we've grown up, Wilkes County, North Carolina. He works at the nearby Wilkes Heritage Museum, and I thought it would be fun not only to have a look at what the Heritage Museum is and does, but also some of the exhibits that they offer and the history behind the county we both hold near and dear to our hearts. Let's get into it, shall we? Let's start by getting an insight into who you are as a person. Could you tell me a little bit about your background really quick? I was born in Wilkes County in the Mulberry area. I went to North Wilkes High School, and I graduated in 2019. Since then, I've gone on to Western Carolina University. I'm a junior right now. My major is anthropology with a minor in history and a concentration in archaeology through my anthropology major. Archaeology is a subfield of anthropology, really anthropology in general. And uh, what I like to do is the study of humans. So I'm applying that today in my research. And what kind of research do you do? So right now at uh, the Wilkes Heritage Museum, I'm doing research on the Harris Shavers or Harris Shavis, however you want to pronounce it. It's written different ways. Family. The Harrises still live in Wilkes County. And I'm studying their culture and uh, how free African Americans uh, reacted and interacted with people in the world during American history. It's been a pleasure to do. It's uh, it's really good to sit down and, and look and see how people got here and what they went through. So you were just talking about the Wilkes Heritage Museum, and can you tell me exactly how you got started there? How did you figure out that that's what you were interested in? Well, my whole life I've been interested in history. It's been something that I've always been interested in, and that's kind of why I went into the the study of anthropology and a modern history at Western Carolina. With my degree in anthropology, I'm required to have two internships to satisfy the school for me to obtain my degree. I was searching for places and looking around, and I've always been interested in Appalachian culture, and I decided why not to call the Wilkes Heritage Museum and see if they have an opening. And they did, and I had a lot of help and support from my advisor at Western, Dr. Jane Eastman, a lot of help and support from my director at the museum, uh, Jennifer Furr, to get me that position as an intern at the museum. Really, I've been focusing on two exhibits at the museum as an intern. The main focus for me this summer has been our African-American history exhibit. The other exhibit I've been focusing on are is our indigenous exhibits, so Native Americans. I've been uh, going through all the lithics and points and just everything that's in there, axes, uh, just different things that were used or possibly used by indigenous people here in Wilkes County, and I've been identifying them this summer as well. Let's move into more of a perspective about the museum itself. You were talking about a few of exhibits you were working on, but what all exhibits do they offer? 
I think we do a good job of showing a completely round and full history of the county. We have an early settlers room, and I can name a list, but I'll just name a few of them, that you start in when you come to the museum, and that's always an interesting room to learn about the early people of Wilkes County. We have our NASCAR exhibit, and I think a lot of people uh, come to see that because we have a car, Junior Johnson's car, sitting in the exhibit. Some things that we offer outside of the main building, which the main building is pretty large, is our Old Wilkes Jail, and we have the Cleveland Cabin that was built in 1779. The jail was actually built in 1859 and was in use until 1915, so it has a long history. that's something that a lot of people like to see, and a lot of people come from all over the world to see it because it housed a notorious criminal, Tom Dooley. And then going back inside, we have uh, one of our major exhibits is the Blue Ridge Hall of Fame. So the Blue Ridge Hall of Fame, how it works is if you're an artist and you play folk music or Appalachian music and you live within 100 miles of the Blue Ridge, you're eligible for the Hall of Fame. The Some of the people that are inducted are people like Dolly Parton is inducted, Chet Atkins was inducted this year, Doc Watson is inducted, and there's a ceremony every year where more people are inducted. Nancy Watson does a lot for that portion with the show and everything. If you come to the museum, you can see the gold plates uh, with everybody that's been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, another name that comes to my mind is Andy or Andy Griffith is in the Blue Ridge Music Hall of Fame. And we have items from those artists lining the walls, and it's in the old courtroom where the courtroom used to be. Our military room is really well done. Jennifer, my director, she did a really good job. As you enter, it's a chronological order of wars that were fought by people from Wilkes County. So you go and you have you have your revolution room, which is on its own. It's a different room. And then you have your, you start at the Civil War and you go all the way through uh, clockwise um, until you get back out of the room and you're in modern day warfare. And there's a helmet in there where a man was shot, I think it was D-Day, he was shot in the head, but he survived. And you can see where the bullet went around the helmet in a circle and back out, and he lived. He wasn't even hurt. And we have that item on display. I would I would hope and I would believe that most of the people that come in learn something, and they get a perspective uh, on Little Old Wilkes County, uh, a different perspective than when they came in. So, out of the exhibits you mentioned, which one's your favorite and why? <laughs> I'm going to make my pitch now. Uh, the exhibit I've been working on, the African American History Room, right now is my favorite exhibit. We've added, I'm adding things to it, and I just love the room because every room in the in the museum is painted except this one. So, this has a brick layout, so it's the original brick in the room, and you can see the brick, and I just love the the wood floor and the brick and i think it's a wonderful piece of architecture the museum which was the old courthouse was actually built in 1902 it's been added on but that was i think that's part of the original so charles going back to you how exactly did you get interested in history was there any particular story or experience that you heard or lived so i think it was my parents that got me into history they both are really into history. My dad's got his degree in political science, and 
in, in my house, we kind of have a little library, and most of the books are history, and I've always been interested in, in reading. So I would attribute most of that to my parents, and I think it was a natural progression into wanting to study history. You know, most kids, when they have their birthday party, they don't want to go see Petersburg or Gettysburg, and that's what I asked my parents to see for my birth for my birthday was to go see these battlefields and my dad would take me around to I was, took me to Cowpens uh, a battle in the Revolutionary War Gettysburg Petersburg so they they really helped me and and another part was I was blessed and we were fortunate enough to go to Paris France that was a wonderful experience and I got to go see the Louvre and all these wonderful places in Paris. And since then, I've gone out of the country another time with North Wilkes High School. While I was in middle school, I went with my sister, and we went to Italy, Greece, and Turkey. Uh, we went to Ephesus, where Paul preached, and uh, that had a big impact on me. And then we went to the island that John wrote Revelations in. Really, just going and seeing things has always intrigued me, and wondering, how did people think back in the day. And also, you were talking about how you work at the Wilkes Heritage Museum. How did you discover that museums were what you wanted to put your passion towards? I found out this summer that museums are where I want to be, but a museum is a wonderful place where you can find a new story every day. So my next question is, in your opinion, what do you think is the most history book worthy moment in Wilkes that's happened in the last five years? Wow. And wait, in the last five years? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that is, that's a, that's a tough one. But in terms of history book moments, it's probably the pandemic. I think that's something that it's going to go down in everybody's history book. You know, years from now, I'm sure people will wonder how Wilkes was in the pandemic. And then going into the future, it hasn't happened yet, but it's happening now. And going back on the Speedway talk, uh, there's a lot of buzz about bringing that Speedway back. And I think that'll be a big history book moment in the county. Another question I have is, what's the most surprising thing you've learned about history in Wilkes that you didn't know before you started working at the Heritage Museum? I was surprised at all the wonderful people in history that come from Wilkes County. Just to just to point out, you have Robert and Benjamin Cleveland, patriots. Without them, we might not even be a country. They fought at the Battle of Kings Mountain. They lived in Wilkes. You have Lady Sarah Lou Harris, who was an ambassador from Guyana, but she was born in Wilkes and taught at Lincoln Heights. She knew Lyndon B. Johnson. She knew Richard Nixon. She was made a lady by Queen Elizabeth II. I mean, she has a powerful position in history. She was the first African-American model to be featured on magazines, and I think she was featured in the middle of segregation. There are so many wonderful stories that I can keep going on and on about, uh, about people who come from Wilkes and I feel like a lot of younger people, maybe even older people in the county think, oh, I'm from Wilkes County. I can't be anything. If you visit the museum, if you do your own research, you look into your family, you look into what has come out of Wilkes, we're not as bad as you think. You can come out of Wilkes County and do great things. And lastly, turning away from the history part to more of the culture aspect, 
What's your favorite part about small town culture and particularly the culture in Wilkes? The culture in Wilkes is really interesting to me. It might not be any different than the people right next to us. We're all really in Appalachian culture here in this part of the state, but we're in the Piedmont in the mountains, so Wilkes is interesting. People in Appalachia get a bad rap sometimes. I think people think of us as Appalachians as not well learned or read. We talk slow. A lot of misconceptions can be made about Appalachian people. In wrapping up here, how can people find out more about the Wilkes Heritage Museum? Okay, so to find the Wilkes Heritage Museum, go on Google and search us, the Wilkes Heritage Museum. You'll find information about our hours and times. It's Monday through Saturday, 10 to 4 is our times. Uh, You can also find us on Facebook and find some of our events there. We do a lot of events that I think are pretty special, such as the Blue Ridge Hall of Fame. And with that, I think that's where we part ways, my friend. Thank you for having me on and giving this uh, me this opportunity to get some information out about Wilkes County's history and uh, where they can find it at. Definitely we'll have to do this again sometime. I could see it being a series. Yeah, I think, I think that would be uh, something that we might look at doing. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.